Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. We're speaking about how um, employers can start, you know, calling their employees back into the office so that they can increase productivity, but obviously within a safe working environments and our guest is the ceo of gelati corporate real estate john jack john thank you very much for joining us good evening good evening john can you hear me hello yes how are you good evening great thank you um how can employers start um bringing back their employees into the office is it even safe to start doing that i mean we're in the third wave now you know, it, it, there's definitely a strategy on the one hand, uh, but the third wave is killing it. So, you know, it's 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 one where employers are definitely being innovative and coming up with ideas, but it, still in this environment, I think it's best just to be safe um, and start planning for the future and getting everyone to come back. But in these sort of peaks, um, it's it's generally like a scaling down model as opposed to a come back to the office model. All right, now we're in the peak, and uh, let's let, let's take it a couple of weeks back where we were not yet in the third wave, still in the second wave, and yep. uh, numbers were trickling down. What would the strategy yes. be if employers want to start uh, getting their employees back into the office? You know, it's it's twofold. It's all about psychology, really, because the employee has been out of the office for so long that you know um, your priorities have changed. It's about family. It's about exploring the country it's about getting out and it's about having some of your own time and also the flexibility to be able to work so what you've got to do is encourage that and create a safe space for people to be in when i say safe i don't necessarily mean sanitized etc cetera, etc cetera, but a safe space in that it's okay to do exactly what you want to do it's okay to work how you want to work and we're going to create a you know, a cool environment, something that you want to be at, something that it sort of inspires and brings everyone together, um, but in a safe way, you know, not in a let's cram everyone together and make everyone work at the same time. Whatever you feel comfortable doing is what you must do. But uh, this COVID-19 pandemic has really redefined the um, uh, real estate uh, sector. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the changes here due to the fact that people are now working from home. Mm. Yeah, it's the biggest impact is obviously office um, and and to an extent retail as well, you know, especially in the harder lockdowns. But people have gone back to retail because you, you kind of need to. Um, it's a place to get out. It's a, it's a place to shop. It's a place to, you know, buy your groceries and your necessities, etc. But it's office that's been the most impacted because you can't industrial from home. You can't store at home, etc., etc. So it, it's really office. And office was largely an old way of thinking it was a, a place to come and work um, and that's not really what it is anymore now it's a place to collaborate it's a place to innovate it's a place to create a culture and it's a place to sort of inspire and 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 build a business you know so it's it's somewhere where you want to encourage people to be so it's all about those additional services you know it's, it's do you have good coffee do you, is it a, is it an energizing environment or is it just a place to go and work um, and, I, and, I, and I don't think it is that anymore. So what are um, landlords doing to ensure that this particular sector does not uh, fizzle out in terms of the, the, mm. you know, the corporate space uh, letting? Mm. It's, it's quite interesting. So you look at different strategies. Um, some of them are going, like Texton, for example, 
Texans come up with quite a cool uh, sort of model where they're making sort of smaller offices. Um, they're giving it the they're giving it the sort of the boardroom and the meeting rooms, et cetera, et cetera. But they're making it a smaller office within an office, so you can sort of have a place to be, um, and you know, not really on the Regis model where it's sort of much smaller. It's it's a it's a bigger scale office. It's almost like a a micro offering, as it were, you know. Um, you can go there, you can spend some time with your team, but it doesn't mean that everyone has to be there at the time. So that's the one sort of solution. The other one is where the landlords are actually structuring deals differently. They're saying, look, take this office, take your 1,000 square meters, but we'll make seven, 700 of those square meters permanent, you know, a normal long-term lease, and we'll do 300 of those square meters as a flexible lease where you can say to us, look, I'm going to hand it back or I'm not going to rent it for the next three months, but I'll rent it after that. So it gives you this sort of soft flexibility in your lease. Um, and I think that's really what landlords are doing. On top of that, some of the landlords are actually fitting out space for the tenants because that's, you know, that's a really big number. It can be up to sort of 12 months rental plus um, to actually fit your space out. And people don't really want to commit to that. So th- those are the main in- innovations from a landlord is to try and create an environment, really. We are talking uh, to John Jack, who's CEO of uh, Galati Corporate Real Estate, and uh, looking at going back to work, increasing productivity, working in an office space again, as opposed to working from home. Uh, send me an SMS. Are you ready to work at the office again? Or are you enjoying the safety and security of being at home? Um, SMS 41391 or you can call in on 11 714 SMS SAFM now on 41391. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia M. Dooley. Social Conversations. Talking about uh, going back to the office, I know a lot of people are not ready for it, especially those who have enjoyed a couple of months of working from home, working remotely. Uh, here's an A-teamer here who says, Nami, I'm working from home. Well, lucky you, lucky <laughs> you. Um, John, you know, I, I think about um, what I see most of the times in the mornings or um, during the day when I'm at home and I'm looking yeah in my area and I see a lot of people's cars are parked, you know. So clearly yeah. um, the, the the employers are no longer the ones who are dictating who comes in at what time. Those tags and biometric uh, security checks are no longer a thing for now because people are just mm-hmm. working from home. But then you ask yourself, how do we get productivity back to where it needs to be? Because yeah. we know that not all of us are ethical um, when it comes to working from home. Uh, we know that others are easily distracted, but on the same breath, we also know that there's a lot of people who end up putting extra hours, you know, because yeah. they work at home. So how yeah. do we then, you know, just start making the mind, as you said, it's a psychology thing. Yes, we might mm. not be ready now, but at a later stage, we might need to um, go back to the office and wear the ties again <laughs> and suits again. So how do we work around our mindset? You know, I think I think the ties and suits thing is probably gone. You know, I, I saw a, an interesting post today. Someone was saying, you know, these handsets these telephones have been relegated to like something of the past you know and it really is that it's it's going to be different it's going to be something where people need to reconnect again so ceos need to reconnect with their employees because they haven't seen them for the last year 
Um, but at the same time, they, they've had, you know, employees have almost had a closer relationship because they've had all these team calls and they had like this direct access in a sense, you know. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's like any one of these work environments. I was chatting to a group of advocates the other day and they said, you know, for the junior advocates to get in, they need to bump into the senior advocates in the lift. They need to see them at the higher floors. And so they're trying to create an environment where they meet one another. So the senior advocates pass the caseload down to the junior advocates. And so you, so you grow at the bar and, and it's very much a similar environment at work. And, and what's going to happen is ultimately employees are going to try and encourage people to come back to the office to improve productivity, but also to try and build a culture, to try and innovate, to try and build these teams. And the people that are there that are in that environment are the ones that are going to get promoted and the ones that aren't there. Well, they're going to fall behind. And that's actually what's going to end up happening. But I say that they're, they're different kinds of businesses. You know, you look at a, an engineering business, a software business, you don't need to be there. You know, you, you can actually be at home. So I think different businesses will respond differently. You know, sales environments, team environments, you ha- kind of have to be together. Um, you know, and you, you say you, you look at people's parked in the, you know, parking at home. We've got a massive basement underneath the building that we work in um, which connects several buildings and a couple of months ago it was sort of 20% full now 30, 40, 50 it went up to sort of 70% full now with this third wave I reckon it's back at about 50% again you know Um, and maybe even a little bit less so it's kind of it's fluctuating a bit but people were coming back and enjoying it and and it's just about recreating those relationships and and just creating a good space for people to be in you know Uh, a place where you you feel inspired. And, and I think that's what it's really about at the core, at the essence of what you need to do with your office. And it's down to the employers. Landlords can only do so much. Employers drive the culture and, and that's, that's what they need to do. Try and create a really cool place for employees to come back. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be uh, good for most of us, especially mm-hmm. those when you know those times when you have to interact with um, a call center, a service yeah. center, and Shocking. you can hear children crying in the background yeah. or Terrible. dogs yeah. barking. And I think, oh my goodness, you know, let me yeah. be patient. I need the service. Um, and and on the other hand, you know, you you calling from you know, a point of need and someone is telling you, oh, I'm sorry, my dog is barking. No, be sorry that you're not at the yeah. office. That's what you want to Better. say. But <laughs> yeah, in any case, that's where we are. But how can we ensure uh, like the transitioning becomes smooth once we are hmm. ready and geared in terms of COVID-19 uh, to go back to the office? Well, you know, one of the things is, you know, at the moment it's, you know, the offices are almost exactly the same and and then, you know, every second desk has an X on it or do not sit or social distancing space and a a chair sits on the desk or it's a really awful environment. So what needs to happen is people actually need to start moving their furniture around. If, If you put an X on the desk, remove the desk, you know, move the desk around so it feels like a comfortable and welcoming environment for your employees. Don't have this, you know, sort of this tape over the chair and you can't sit here and you can't do this. And as you arrive, someone's lifting the the, the temperature, um, you know, measuring thing to your head. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Uh, it just needs to be normal. It needs to become normal. And, and I think that's, yeah, I think that's where we're going. And I think um, people who are embracing it and moving quickly are going to do far better than those that leave the, the tape around the chair and, and make it a horrible space to be in. Because people don't want to be there. 
no one wants to be around the, the taped up chair and the X on the desk. It's just, it's horrible. Mm, no, definitely is horrible. And in, in, in terms of employer and employee communication around mm. when this transition should be done, how, mm. how important is that? I think it's really important. You know, that communication comes down again to the psychology, but also it's sort of building people up and, and, and getting them to come back to the office. Now, imagine you go back and the canteen is empty and it feels like, I mean, it's quite energy sapping. You know, you want people to come back, but to come back as, you know, almost as groups. So you get teams to start coming back. You encourage them to come back. Of course, in a scenario where we have a third wave at the moment, you don't want everyone to come back. So, so let's, let's talk about after that. After that, get the teams to come back. Get people to come back in their groups that they are comfortable with. And the employees must, or employers must communicate it. Maybe, you know, name those teams. Say, these guys come back on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The other team comes back on, you know, Fridays, whatever it might be. And, and, and that will start to encourage people to come back. And when they see things have actually changed at the office, it's almost a bit of a novelty. And um, so communicate that. Show people what you've done with the office show people that it's a welcoming environment and no pressure you know mm-hmm. um and as people start to come back you know it's it's kind of uh almost group theory theory you know people will you know move along with everyone else if it's cool to be back you'll go if you're the only person that goes back and everyone else says it's cool to be at home well, you're probably going to go back home um so you need to get your little groups together and little groups make bigger groups and the bigger groups make a company. But definitely safety first and mm. obviously the psychological, um, you know, impact on going back yeah. should be a, a smooth transition. Thanks yeah. so very much, John, for joining us. It's, it's been such a great pleasure and eye-opening. I really do hope that uh, we see ourselves out of this third wave, hey, so that people can actually yeah. start interacting. Yeah, I agree. You know, someone made an interesting point the other day that, you know, Joburg's so much higher now. That said, the second wave was in December when everyone was out of Joburg. So, you know, maybe it's just some kind of skewed statistic, uh, one hopes. Mm. But it, it really seems uh, close to home. It's, it's really, I've heard some terrible stories and I, you know, I hope everyone stays safe. And um, yeah, do it at your own time. No pressure. Most definitely. Thank you very much. That was John Jack, CEO of uh, Galati Corporate Real Estate. A-teamers, it's uh, 8 minutes to 11, and at 11, Greg Coase will come in with the news bulletin. And straight after that, it will be closet, um, closet conversation. But because it's a Monday, it's Clairvoyant Media Mondays with Ida Kutsia, who's a spiritual master coach, and she'll be giving us readings. Call in um, at... 011 714 to get the opportunity for your reading.